Well, good morning, afternoon, or evening to you, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Eduardo Serrano, and today I'm going to be talking about the Elimination Chamber that happened yesterday, February 18th. Um, so going straight into the whole premium live event, um, we started off with the Women's Chamber match. The, the winner gets the right to face off with Bianca Belair uh, in WrestleMania. Um... My prediction for that match was that Oscar was going to win that, um, simply because I'm a I'm a really big Oscar fan. I really I've really enjoyed like her run in NXT. I enjoyed when she first got into the um, the main roster. I've always liked her technical capability. Of course, you know she's she is in like a uh, a predominantly English speaking promotion now so her promo work isn't like as good as you want it to be but of course like you know she has like her moments where like she's really funny and she's really uh just really nice to look at when it comes to like her wrestling capability um that's who i wanted to win uh natalia Natalia was there, Liv Morgan, Raquel Rodriguez, Nikki Cross, and also Carmella was there as well. Uh, Raquel Rodriguez, she was a very, um, she was the one that was honestly making the Elimination Chamber as, um, as entertaining as I wanted it to be. I didn't really care for, I, out of everyone, out of everyone in the match, I feel like, I wanted Asuka or Raquel to win the most simply because they're the two that need it the most because Natalia, Natalia, she's been in the business for a while, for a long time now, okay, so it, it, it's just kind of like, you know what, I'm just going to say, it. you guys know this already, I, I'm not a big Natalia fan personally, I, I don't really like her, I don't really like her, her work. I feel like she's kind of boring on promo works, and I just, I just don't really care for Natalia. Um, Liv Morgan, she had her year yesterday. We need to give it to someone else. Uh, Nikki Cross, she's just barely starting to like get back into like the good graces of the um, of the 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 spotlight. Um, Carmella, she, I don't know, I don't, I don't care for Carmella either. Um, but Raquel Rodriguez and Oscar definitely could benefit the most out of it. Uh, Raquel had a, had some two had like the two highlight worthy spots where she basically like she basically like rhino charged uh, Nikki Cross into one of the pod chambers. It was like lightning, like it was so fast. You if you blinked, you would have missed it, which happened to me. I blinked and literally Raquel and Nikki Cross were just in a pod together. Um, also when, uh, Liv Morgan sunset flipped, uh, Raquel from the top of the pod when she was like on the middle rope, that was pretty good. Um, Nikki Cross was the first elimination and then I believe it was Liv Morgan who was also on, who was also eliminated next. Um, and then it was Natalia who got, uh, eliminated third and then finally, uh, Raquel Rodriguez got eliminated by uh, Raquel Rodriguez got eliminated by Oscar and Carmella. That was a very uh, again another good highlight worthy match 
good, good, another good highlight worthy uh, moment was when Carmela and Oscar were double teaming on Raquel Rodriguez um, to basically get a double pinfall, and then of course, of course, like I don't think Carmela would be able to beat Oscar, so Oscar puts her into like oh like oh I don't know what the what the submission is called, but essentially she damn near broke both her arms to like get her to submit. And then the next match, I believe it was the Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley match. Um, I believe that that's that's the one. Um, I don't know the 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 match altogether. It I don't care for Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley. I don't care for Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. I just don't like their matches together even though like they have history and there is a story there i just never like their their matches simply because they're just like it's like it's like if you were to watch old warrior matches you know they're they're very short they do like one or two big moves and then the match is just over like that's just it like it's just not entertaining to watch essentially like like literally all i can remember from that match was that it was like five minutes maybe and there was like two f5s a spear and a hurt lock that's literally all i remember from that match it was pretty boring i didn't really care for it um oh i forgot to say uh so for the um elimination chamber of the women's match i forgot to say this um i wanted to like say that it was it was kind of boring near the the middle point of it, but it got really good once like Raquel when like Raquel, Carmella, and Oscar were like the last were like the last three. Um back to the Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar. Um yeah, no, it was just a boring match. I, I honestly could just skip it because it was just I did not care for it at all. Okay. And then after that, I believe it was the, uh, the, the crap edge and Beth Phoenix versus Rhea Ripley and, uh, Finn Balor. Um, honestly, Beth, Beth and Rhea, they, they made a better, um, it was a better match than I honestly had expected. We haven't seen Beth Phoenix wrestle in like a minute. Um, so it was very exciting to see what a veteran, like, wrestler could do. I remember watching Beth Phoenix when I was, like, 10 years old, seeing her go through, like, the early, it was, like, the early to, like, the mid-2010s. That's when I was watching, uh, Beth Phoenix, you know, wrestle and all that. Um, you know, they had, you know, they had the strength test between them two. It was Honestly, just all together, they 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 just did a, an amazing job, uh, making Beth Phoenix look that amazing, but not also but also not squashing Rhea Ripley, you know. Um, Finn Balor and Edge, they didn't really get to do much in the match, uh, besides like this one moment. There was this one moment that had happened. It was kind of awkward because there was. It was bad timing. It was just kind of like it was kind of bad timing because Beth Phoenix. I'm I'm guessing Beth Phoenix is supposed to like break the count between like Finn and Edge, 
but like it was literally caught like dead center camera and i feel like they're gonna edit it out i feel like they're either gonna they're gonna try and edit it out or they're gonna try their hardest not to show that clip because it's literally of edge being pinned and Finn Balor is, you know, you know, he, of course, Finn Balor's pinning him. And the, the referee is like, one, two. And then he just, like, puts it, he tucks his hand. But Edge doesn't, Edge doesn't put his shoulder up. And Beth Phoenix isn't there yet. So it, it, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a botch. It's simply a botch. There's, there was a botch. Um, Overall, it was it was like it was a fine match. Beth Phoenix and Rhea Ripley they did like most of the heavy lifting. I really liked. I really liked that. Honestly, I I felt that it was. Oh wow! Uh, <laughs> I feel like I feel like it was a really good spectacle to watch. I feel like it could one hundred percent be. I I feel like it could have been like a WrestleMania match, like if, if they gave it just a little more time, just a little more. All right, so I'm going to put on a pause. Okay, so we're going to put on a pause for just a moment so that we can get our uh, our ad break. <laughs> Be right back in just a moment. All right, and we're back. Okay, so let's continue. Um, I just want to say I really enjoyed the uh, the commercial right after it where it was like Seth Rollins as the Joker. I felt like that was just... <laughs> it was silly, but... If anyone were to do it, it would be Seth Rollins. And for some reason, Becky Lynch has a pretty good Batman voice. I just want to say. Um, okay. So then the next match was the, I believe it was the men's chamber. It was, uh, I, I, I had a prediction. It was going to be either, um, it was either going to be Johnny Gargano or it was going to be Montez Ford. I really did not want Austin Theory to retain, but now looking back, um, it only made sense that he did retain. Um, let's see. So Johnny and Seth starts the match, and that's a that it was it was a pretty solid start to the to the to the whole men's elimination chamber. I thought it was really funny how everyone how everyone's just singing Seth's song for like the whole duration like that's how much people want seth to just be a champion even if it's literally just the secondary title um god i i kind of want the i kind of want the united states title to to switch hands but it's like these secondary titles they're very um they're very kind of wish-washy because it's like you want them to have prestige but at the same time, you want other people to hold titles, you know. That's I think that's kind of like the issue with WWE is that like they have too many good veteran wrestlers that it's so hard to like put championships on people because you only have like you only have like three per you only have like three per show and even now you only have two. You have no no you only have one on one show like if you watch raw there's only there's only the united states title you go over to smackdown you have both titles you have both tag teams and you have the intercontinental championship jesus christ um let's see so austin theory he's the third man in 
uh he has no regard for like anyone of his past because it was even like stolen commentary it's like johnny gargano was the one that like mentored uh austin theory but austin theory didn't give a damn so he kicked the crap out of him um <laughs> let's see uh i felt like i feel like theory um in the middle of the match he was kind of getting like clowned on i guess like they were trying to make it seem as if theory wasn't gonna win at all because i remember people were like dogging him they were dogging the hell out of him priest was the fourth man out and bronson was the fifth man um there was this one moment with bronson that was honestly like a really cool cena reference but it was ruined twice by Bronson himself because there was like this one moment where like where like Austin Theory is like literally about to like pick it, like like have him on his shoulder and it would and it, it would have like resembled like John Cena like when he lift up the Big Show you know but no of course like we 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 didn't get to have that whole moment like for a moment I honestly thought Theory was gonna like freaking like attitude adjust him you know um montez ford montez ford had a lot of good moments in this show alone um he had like the moment where he climbed to the top of the the chamber not the top like like, just, like he climbed to the ceiling of the chamber and he fell on and exploded on everyone um freaking um oh my god there was a moment where where montez like got like a like a, his second win and he was able to like essentially like beat everyone down to kind of give him some like space i guess i don't know um the triple super kick from gargano rollins and ford you know finish off and to eliminate reed that was pretty cool i thought that was uh highlight worthy um another highlight worthy thing was seth and gargano just like sitting around just hanging out until Seth Rollins decided to like, you know, break the tension. Um <laughs> Gargano, yeah. Gargano had like this awesome like moment where he was kind of like getting a lot of offense out, getting a lot of like super kicks, like I call it the super kick jamboree all that. But he gets eliminated by like a pretty lame eight razor's edge by Priest and he gets eliminated um yeah Montez had like a Montez had a real like I honest to god want to see Montez Ford just hold a title I want to see him hold like a United States title because I feel like he would like be like Montez Ford is honest to god just the next big thing honestly he's just that good um, I don't know if this, again, like, I don't know if they're using, like, the X, I don't know if they're using, like, the X signal for storylines, or if they're using the X symbol, X, X signals because they're actually injured, because it happened with, like, Jey Uso, I thought he was honestly injured, but then they did the thing where, like, Sammy took, like, took the spot for the tag team, but then I'm just like, okay okay that okay so they're they're acknowledging that they have like the x signal you know but then they do the thing for montez and i'm honest to god i think he that he's actually like you know i think he's injured you know like because he's having a hard time like you know standing up and all that um until 
for some reason, as Seth Rollins is about to go for the curb stomp on Austin Theory, he gets freaking stopped by Logan Paul, of all people. Freaking Logan Paul. And it was really, it was honestly, it was just, ah, seeing Logan Paul hit the curb stomp on Seth freaking Rollins, God bless America. Jesus Christ. Um, Of course, Theory retains after that. So I'm guessing uh, WrestleMania, Logan Paul versus Seth Rollins. They have been building up that story. Um, Overall, the men's chamber match was definitely the most entertaining thing thus far until we finally get to the Universal Championship. That match alone, that match alone, for the love of God, I did. I hardly wrote down any notes. I was so invested in it because I wanted to see Sami Zayn win so bad. Literally, the bell rings, and we just get th- like three uninterrupted minutes of just Sami and Roman just staring at each other while while the whole crowd is just shouting, screaming, and yelling his name, Sammy, Sammy Zane. Holy crap. Um there was this there were a couple of moments where I honest to God thought that Sammy Zane was going to actually win. And of course when you know the politics behind it, you know Cody Rhodes. Like he, he's guaranteed like either a championship or a championship match. I don't know. I knew, I knew Sami Zayn was not gonna win. But oh my god, I, I, if for a moment, for honest to God, a moment, I thought that they said screw the contract. Sami's gonna win this in his hometown. I honest to God felt it in the air. I felt it. I felt that he was going to win. There was this one moment that I swear to God, if I had watched it with Juan, we would have had the same reaction. The moment where Sammy tries to put Roman in, where like Sammy gets pushed to the corner with the ref right under him. Where the ref is now getting knocked out and the ref falls off, we would have had the same reaction. We would have been like, well, shit, the ref is knocked out. And now look at Jimmy. Jimmy is over here super kicking him and all that. And then he gets hit by chair shot by chair shot. And then out of nowhere, some random referee that wasn't even officiating the match comes out of nowhere to basically hit the one, two, and then he kicks out. Sami Zayn kicked out. After all of the shenanigans. If this was Vince McMahon's world. Sami would have lost right then and there. But he didn't. He wasn't. Triple H. Oh my god. He. That moment where Sami kicked out. As we literally thought he had no possible way of like getting his win. I honest to God 
shed one tear. I was like, Sami Zayn, you bastard. You got this, man. I had so much hope in the man. And finally going further into the match, Sammy's getting, you know, offense and, and all that. But again, another ref, he gets knocked out again. Roman has a chair in his hand, and he's about to hit him, but then out comes Jey Uso. Jey Uso comes on out, and he essentially, like, saves Sammy. Until Sammy accidentally spears Jey Uso trying to get the Tribal Chief when the Tribal Chief literally just moved out of the way. It was, honest to God, such a roller coaster of emotions. I never thought I would enjoy Sami Zayn this much until this year i've always liked Sami Zayn. i've always liked his antics i've always liked his wrestling but i didn't realize how much of a good storyteller he could be until just now when Sami Zayn lost it was so it's weird because it's it's funny because Sami Zayn losing in Montreal had the exact same reaction as The Undertaker losing the streak. Where everyone just stands there silent and they're just like, what just happened? What just happened? Sami lost. Sammy lost against his abuser. Sammy lost against the man who has been putting him down for years. Sammy lost in front of his friends, his family, his hometown. Canada lost that day. And I had the same reaction. I had the same exact reaction. I was just sitting at home. And I was speechless. I was speechless to see Zami Zayn lose like that. I really want him to win. I want to see Sammy as a champion. I don't want them to basically to basically drop Sammy after that. I want them to actually give Sammy a championship. Thank you for listening. And I hope to see you in another video. Bye-bye.